It is just another terrific Tuesday, Automatic Monday, or rather a jankety-ass Tuesday, here with another episode for you guys. If you haven't done so already, go to the corner, like, subscribe, Multimedia Media. That's what you're watching here on YouTube. That's this channel. Or, <coughs> God damn it, <coughs> still coughing all over the place. Pain in the ass. I, I'm too... Wow. Why am I refocusing? Sorry, my camera's being stupid. Uh, just like, uh, well, my life's being stupid, actually. But anyways, as I was saying, if you are not watching, if you are instead listening to the pod, to the show, the pod, the show, same fucking thing, uh, you can find this show pretty much anywhere you find all the... Uh, Every, god damn it, why can't I think of the word? Every pod, every major podcasting platform. So your iTunes, your Spotify, your Pandora, a bunch of other ones in between. Just look up Jack and ES Podcast. Or if you stay tuned to the end of the episode, you will get all the links to all my socials and my website, which also has the links to uh, pretty much everything. It has most of the major podcast links. As well as to all the channels here on, or not channels, uh, all the playlists here on YouTube, which include this one that you're watching right now, as well as the Podgers Paint Booth, and various <laughs> Gutsy Ass Gamer playlists, and also my Twitch where you can watch me play video games here and there. I, well, I don't really have enough people who follow me, so I haven't bothered, you know, announcing when I'm actually going to be on yet. Someday. We'll see. Anyways, this week, Tom and I are rounding out our current material. Uh, let's see, what are, what are we going over here today? I, actually, you know what? It's a surprise. You'll see in a minute. <clears throat> but, uh, well, I, you know what? I will tell you this. Uh, this episode is very, uh, well, geek heavy, very Warhammer heavy. So, you know, if you like it fine if you don't whatever i'm trying i'm trying not to get too much into that kind of stuff here because i mean well tom's already on another podcast that actually deals with a lot of warhammer it, it's warhammer based it's some of our buddies who are also uh like you know main tournament judges for the <coughs> the tournament circuit that we both play in however you know, shit happens. Uh, it, it, like, we're still talking about stuff that's, you know, our personal lives. And that is part of our personal lives. So, including being sick in my case, which is why I'm coughing all over the place. But I am also trying to get all, you know, I'm doing all this shit ahead of time for you guys. Cause also, after this week, I believe, uh, we're going to have another hiatus because I'm going to be out of town for Thanksgiving. For about a week, I'm going to uh, New York to visit some family, uh, and I'm going to be meeting some friends out there too, so it'll be a good time. But what I do have for you guys this time around is, as always, I got some more articles. 
And I got some more beer that I'll be drinking throughout the show. So that's what we do around here. So, first up. Here's a fun one that was kind of out of left field. Being the Ricardos trailer. Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem transform into Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz. Uh, and I believe that is Nicole Kidman right there. Be interesting to see how that works because she's not typically a comedic actor. <coughs> and she's filling some pretty big shoes, but oh, it'd be, a, it'd be an interesting movie. Let's see, is it actually, is it a movie? Yeah, it's a movie. So it's basically just like a a week in the life of type of documentary. And I I wonder if the whole thing is going to be in black and white like that. I would assume so since the show was back in the day, which I I haven't seen in a very long time. But from what I understand, it's still, it actually still kind of holds up. So either way, good times. Uh, Next up, some not so good times. Cradle of Filth and Satyricon contributor Andrea Meyer killed in Norwegian bow attack. Um, that's a picture of her right there. And by contributor, they generally mean, well, she did some singing or vocals on a few tracks here and there. I don't know as much about Satyricon, or at least, I mean, I, I know I know Satyricon, but I don't, I don't really remember there being a uh, like a lot of contributing artist portions, but Cradle of Filth definitely. Uh, oh shit! I didn't even see this before. Mayor was one of five killed. So, I guess some dickhead just like, you know what? Let's see it. One of five killed in a bow and arrow attack carried out at a supermarket in Norway. Oh, she was a producer. <clears throat> producer and vocalist. Spoken parts are done. Oh. Okay, this is on an old album that she was on. Yeah, that that that's unfortunate. And just kind of like who 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 even goes like ham with the bow and arrow anymore obviously whoever did this was (coughs) out of their mind and you know she wasn't necessarily like a target this wasn't like they were trying to kill her obviously like that but it but it, it it is unfortunate you know especially i mean for me you know i'm a fan of metal and yeah this is just it sucks but also being a fan of metal, like, I, I, I guess in, in a way it's kind of like, it's a pretty metal way to go, you know, like, what, you know, what, what, what happened to Andrea? Oh, she was <laughs> shot with a fucking bow and arrow. Or, well, just the, just the arrow, obviously. But still. Either way, unfortunate. I think wanted to say she was only 52. 52 years young still had plenty more to still had plenty more to contribute but you know 
R.I.P. We'll miss her. I guess I, I actually didn't even know who she was before this, but regardless. Another thing we'll probably miss. Why? The Last Man. Cancelled by FX Hulu. Uh, now... <coughs> the fuck I, I i need to get a new divider this thing sucks but i was under the impression at first that <coughs> this meant that the show was not even going to air which would have been insane since there have been <sighs> tired I, I said earlier i went for a run for like the first time in like almost a year earlier today I, i'm trying to Trying to get rid of this shit down here. But I thought that this meant that there was going to be just no show at all. Because, I mean, they, they've been running, you know, ads and billboards and all that kind of shit. But apparently, for whatever reason, they decided to just... Uh, so so the current season, or the, the first season, first and last, actually, technically, is airing. And then... Yeah, for whatever reason, FX pulled out. I I kind of feel like it has something to do with um, uh, union stuff. Especially now there's a lot of uh, turmoil going on there. <clears throat> so, and I haven't actually had the... I, I haven't had the chance to actually watch the show. And, well, I still got to wait because I'm not trying to, you know, hang out in my living room while I'm, you know, under the weather, supposedly. According to the government. But hopefully somebody else picks it up. Because it sounds like it is a good show. So we'll see what happens there. These kind of things happen. They're usually stupid. And have nothing to do with the actual art. Unfortunately. So This is what happens when... uh, People who aren't creative try to do creative things. And then they get butthurt or pissy. About shit. Speaking of creative, talked about this a little bit last week. But the Continental, Colin Woodell to headline uh, Star's John Wick prequel series as a young Winston Scott. Uh, Last time, I did not have the actual channel that this was going to be airing on, which is going to be Star's. Uh, if you're watching you already know what you're looking at but if you're listening as you remember Winston Scott was the um, well the the Continental was the hotel in John Wick which was uh, the one that he uh, did all the shit out of in New York and it was based out of the Flatiron and this is also on top of there's also still like a, a 4 and 5 that are slated to come out eventually uh, however, uh, Winston Scott is the character who plays, uh, or he is the character who is the, not the curator, but, uh, but the, the guy in charge of the, the Continental Hotel. And I wonder if I could see. So yeah, last week, uh, we revealed that. Mel Gibson was also going to be starring in this. I'm assuming as uh, the mentor in this case. 
Okay, here we go. The the original actor for Winston is Ian McShane, who is the uh, the older gentleman there on the right. And obviously Colin is the one on the left. Hopefully, now, just by looking at this guy, I'm really hoping that they don't do something stupid like give him a, an annoying British accent since uh, the character has a regular American accent in the movies. So we'll see what happens there, but cross our fingers or middle finger depending on the situation what happens there uh let's see what else is happening oh this is a cool one fed there's been a lot of money stuff going on uh in the government that was probably the dumbest statement i've ever said but (laughs) anyways this article is fed officials will be banned from owning individual stocks jerome powell says in new guidelines uh, this is, yeah, two Fed presidents stepped down last month. They closed as the day had engaged in trading of individual securities last year. This is uh, the thing that they are not supposed to be able to do. And also, you might remember that there were uh, several federal officials and, like, uh, House members <clears throat> who have been accused of you know, basically insider trading after learning about the uh, the upcoming COVID outbreak type of thing. So it, it's just been a shit show all around. And also, you might remember a few weeks ago, I had an article that, uh, what was it, not Bank of America, I believe they got caught basically illegally shorting stocks or trading, some, something along those lines. <clears throat> so, but yeah, th- this is good. So basically, the people who are potentially in charge of what happens with uh, the market, like the stock market and money and stuff like that, can't benefit from that. <clears throat> so the the idea is that everybody's going to be, you know, impartial, and it's just good all around. And speaking of good, I got one more for y'all. Going back to Marvel as we... It's pretty pretty much... When in doubt, go to Marvel. Uh, Marvel's Armor Wars. Iron Man Disney's Plus spinoff receives a new working title. So it will no longer be called Armor Wars. Let's see. <clears throat> So I, hmm, that's interesting. So th- there's, a, there's a very good chance that they're, it might still be called Armor Wars, but I think that they're just using a different show code for when they're actually filming or doing the project. The idea being so that there, there isn't like a direct uh, correlation as to what the movie actually is whenever it's being worked on. So, you know, if something gets leaked, or it's it just one less thing that's leakable. But more importantly is that the show is being worked on and we will get it someday. Actually, I, I wonder if there's a, a date on this. <clears throat> oh. And apparently there's a show called Ironheart coming out. That'll be interesting. 
Okay, yeah. Yeah, so so working title is just uh, whatever the studios are going to be using. Which, uh, being that I've worked in visual effects before, I used to work on movies, and they, they always had uh, some, you know, odd working title. Like, whenever I originally worked on uh, The Avengers, that was Group Hug, was the, uh, the working title, because it was, uh, you know, everybody coming together for the first time. And then the show code was just hug, H-U-G. Uh, let's see. I don't... <clears throat> I don't remember what a lot of them were after that. Like, at all, actually. <laughs> that, that's the only one I remember. I don't even... I don't even... Fuck. Dude, it, it's been a while. I don't, I don't, I don't know if I... Uh, where I said it, but... I, I, I think I've spoken with Tom about this here before too but i i mean like j just because of the nature of the work when i was at that studio and we did so many movies there were there were there are some movies where i know i worked on them but i literally have no memory as to what shots i actually worked on which doesn't help when you're trying to build a demo reel which i i i, I still have to do actually but anyways yes so armor wars is coming uh, Don Cheadle, we're going to be seeing more of him. Maybe even a little bit more of Robert Downey Jr., who knows? Can only cross your fingers. I don't know how they're going to do that. <clears throat> I It, it would kind of make sense, though, because I, I know at least at one point in Marvel, he's at Marvel. In the comics, he is nearly killed and is put into an iron lung and is basically just running around as like a... Uh, a hologram type of <coughs> type of deal so maybe there there's like some like <clears throat> you know oh tony backed himself up to an ai or whatever <clears throat> and he'll be like the new jarvis or something like that but we'll see what happens and we will actually see what happens so that's all the articles i got for you now <clears throat> and you're just going to have to see what happens with me and Tom here. Uh, yeah, you already got the links. I already told you all that stuff, so I'll just go ahead and leave you with that, and we'll just go straight into the rest of this week's material. So stay tuned. Once again, the um, yeah, all my links are at the end of the episode. Or... Yeah, if you're listening, just go into the show notes and you'll get the link to my website and everything from there. So stay tuned as always. At Goddamn. And I will see you all very soon. to love painting at least because I, I mean I, I do love painting I'm doing it right now but um, I used to love painting the armies because it got me a chance to paint different models and practice on different kinds of edges and techniques and stuff like that and I was just like I dude like I'm lucky if I even get my own shit done on time like these dreadnoughts that I'm painting um, I actually ran them at SoCal but 
they were just not done. They were three color minimum and I just threw on the basing and called it a day because yep. I wasn't able to finish them on time and I had plenty of time to do it, but also not. Like, it just it makes me sad. I used to be a man of time and means. I'm still kind of I, bummed that I missed that, but... It was, oh, well. it was it was fun. We never really had a true get-together-ish thing because the restaurants we went to, like, there just was not enough. The second night, maybe, you would have been able to have a spot Saturday night because we, we actually had a couple extra seats. We actually managed to snag a big table. It was, like, like unheard of. But, it, I mean, it was fun for sure. But I, I wouldn't feel too, too bad. Um, I mean... It was a lot of fun playing the rounds and just getting, just day drinking and just doing all that shit. Like that was fun. Of course. Um, but also, man, like I gotta tell you, like doing that, like having not done huge tournaments in a long time, I was like, man, I have no stamina. Like I forgot how much it freaking drains you. Yeah. And I'm glad I did it because you know, going to LVO, I feel like I'm way more ready. Yeah. Plus, it wouldn't have been. Uh good to take the like the first friday of my job off yeah like, i'm been... going to this thing yeah i know it was funny too i was one of those things where it was like when i started my new job which i start monday um i was like hey um <clears throat> i had already planned this time off is this okay if it's not it's totally fine just wanted to make sure it's okay and my 2b boss was like yeah it's fine just make sure you put it on a calendar and talk to your lead I was like, cool. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. No, it was, I mean, it's it's not that big a deal. It's like Thanksgiving week fully off, which most private companies anyway, like most, that usually nothing gets done depending on what industry you're in. Um, the two days before Christmas Eve and then two days of time in SoCal for, no, for LVO, the, the, Friday, the Friday, Monday with a half day on Thursday. I mean, that's just so far off. Like, I was like, okay, that was the most reasonable. And then the two holiday ones were just because I'd already planned the trips. But if they had said, hey, no, we need you to work, I would have done it. You know, I was like, if yeah. they were like, well, it's going to be tough. I'll be like, I literally was, I lit in the manual. I was like, oh, yeah, if you need me to move shit around or cancel, like, let me know. And that was, that was the thing. And that was, I think, the trick. It was going into, like, I'm taking these days off and fuck you if you say no. It was more like, hey, I had planned on this and, uh, if it doesn't work with your guys' schedule, I'm happy to accommodate because we're just getting to know each other here and I don't want to come off as, like, an asshole. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm lucky because my, uh, my my job that I have now is... They're they're, they're pretty um, accommodating. That's pretty good. With that kind of stuff. And yeah. also, and, and that that's assuming that it even lasts that long, which I hope it does. Well, dude, I mean, at the end of the day, like, if if they're treating you like, oh, yeah, no, like, we respect people having time off and, like, getting to live a fucking life. Like, that's that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah. Some people are like, oh, you're taking time off, even though that's legally allowed and you have vacation days. We're going to look down on you for that. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. And, and plus with the uh, the pay, hotel room isn't going to be a problem like at all oh yeah so oh for sure but i i do have lvo to look forward to at least and 
I think by then I will have a fully painted and ready Templar army. Nice. Hopefully. I am going to do what I always do and basically be like, <laughs> see I my started yesterday. <laughs> no, my, here's my, my, you see my alpha legion, the black Templars now <laughs> because all the models are the same. I just have to pick up the black Templar specific. True. I do like what they, uh, what they did with the, uh, the Marshall and the, uh, Castellan that they're coming out with later in terms of the design. No, in terms of the rules. Well, the Castellan's basically a lieutenant, right? Not basically. It literally is. It literally is. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it's literally just like, this is a different weapon loadout that isn't available to other uh, marine factions or chapters or whatever. Yeah, they did that with vehicles too, where they Same said, the oh yeah. yeah. And they said, oh, these vehicles can, can take like, can take this shit. They can, they can take meltas where normally they can't i was like oh sweet slightly different but only just because like yeah yeah that that's like part of an upgrade kit that's going to be coming out later which also won't help me much because i already have like almost everything else anyway so yeah i on yeah for most of my my ideas i just need sword brethren and a land raider and that's pretty much it but, uh, oh, yeah. Well, you got Terminators and stuff. Well, actually, I forgot. I don't have Terminators, but those are easier for me to get. And well, you don't need a Land Raider like, then. Yeah, shut up. No, no. I I do. I have this idea with the Land Raiders, and because because there's that strat that Black Templar have where a Land Raider can do its whole move, and then people can disembark, and there's no restrictions on charging. So double check that. So it's like, oh yeah, uh, my land raider is gonna go ahead and roll out twelve. Uh, my boys disembark three inches, and all of a sudden, terminators that normally move five just had a fifteen-inch move, and now have a twelve-inch charge that they get plus two to, mm. or plus one, and I get to reroll because I'm black templars. It's like, uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, I think you might be thinking of like two different things. No, 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 because Black Templars can re-roll re charges and advanced rolls per this Codex Space Marines. Oh, I, I see. Never mind. I, 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 every once in a while, my brain goes back to the, uh, like the older editions where you can't like do oh, yeah. anything out of yeah, a vehicle. I, yeah. The, well, that's the thing too, is the Impulsor specifically has a rule where Guys can get out of the impulsor and move at the end of at the end of the movement phase as opposed to in the beginning. But if you do that, you can't advance or charge. This one doesn't have those restrictions. It just says hmm. it moves and you can disembark and you can't move. But it does mean you can charge because they don't restrict it. True. Because disembarking doesn't prevent you from charging naturally. So what it does the only thing that's prevented is when you disembark and the strat allows you to disembark at a different time. So therefore all of the rules still apply unless specified not to. Now, granted, we also haven't seen the FAQ, so I don't know what's going to happen there. Probably. I, I did hear people saying like, like, Oh, they, they also get like the, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, Imperial Fist Successor bullshit too, maybe. 
So I'm that sure that would be, be that would be nuts if they did. Well, uh, like, apparently they don't. But no, they, uh, they, there's they, obviously going to be like one of the Q and A designers. No, to be like, no, dumbass. <laughs> Well, because that would be so broken. Because it's like, oh yeah, you get the Dorn, you get the Dorn heavy trait, and you know, in the the Devastator Doctrine. Plus, I mean, that's what their vows are for. That's their whole point. Is they don't their special trait is they get to pick a vow. Yep, that's it. Shard, pretty damn good. They're all really good. Uh, and there's one or two that are actually there's one or two that I don't think are that great. There's one that's really good. I think, and yeah. I just can't remember what they are off the top of my head. I just remember the Abhor the Witch and the Uphold the Honor of the Emperor. Like, so, those two, I think, are the best, in my opinion. Well, I mean, I mean the the Witch is obvious. We didn't want to yeah. use that. The, the, the Uphold the Honor, that one's, I found, is good for, like, a shooty army. I think it's good if you're doing mass bodies, too. Because if you're doing mass Primaris yeah. bodies, um, or Redemptor Dreadnoughts, who don't have it basically you're running things that don't have invuls that get targeted pretty quickly that's fucking amazing that's like exactly. really good yeah because like if you're well thinking more like that that's one you'd want to take if you're going like full-on crusader blobs which, which should be fun i thought about it could, yeah just to have 40 boys strolling up with transhuman and uh and five of invuls and then you know, some chaplain nearby giving him five up, feel no pains. Oh, yeah, Grimaldus, sure. straight up. He's, yeah, or even an apothecary. Oh, you killed, you killed like four of my boys in that. I'm gonna bring one back and bring one back from the other squad that you stupidly targeted also. But let's see. I don't know. I I, I do like this other one that um. Uh, your units basically just always have assault doctrine if they're in combat. That one's a good one. And plus one attack if they're in combat. It's a really good one. So in my case... That's that stacks fast. Yeah. So in, in my case where I have the list where it's just plowing a bunch of uh, assault intercessors in. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Good, good night, everybody. <laughs> that's all, folks. Yeah. And plus, if you can't really choose, you could always give one of your chaplains the, uh, uh, uh call it the chant that just gives one of your units an extra vow for the turn. Oh yeah, which ain't too bad. I forgot about that one. Yeah. And I do, I, I I did like to uh, model my marshal slash captain with the. Uh, with the axe because the special or the relic axe that you can get is just like a wound of a six deals two mortals instead. Jesus. Yeah, it's not too bad. And they they already have like what five attacks. Yeah, and then, and not to mention which you there's that one litany too where it's like on wound rolls of six you deal a mortal wound. Although that's capped at like you can only do at most six per that per that lit you know thing. Hmm. That's still nuts. I mean, they basically, it's like they're going to just, abs- if if you build the right list and you get into combat, they'll just blend anything. Oh, yeah. Someday. We'll get Someday. there. Someday. But yeah, yeah. W- w- once I uh, knock out these commissions and I can like 
Focus. finish my well finish my necrons actually that i already have like in progress video wise yeah and some other stuff like i still have uh what was it i i, I still got my uh apothecary uh fabius some other D D model and then all the black templars to do mm. and kragnos over Kragnos. Here. and i and i have all those fucking uh swamp orcs that i bought off of danny for the show <laughs> Boys, yeah, yeah, the ones that came in the uh, the starter box. What I, what I really want to do is I want to get to the point where I can like do like a like a raffle mm-hmm. or giveaway type of deal. Like yeah. if I ever actually get popular enough to you know have a Patreon of my own, or maybe do it through uh, the other guys or something. I don't know. Yeah, there's any number of situations you could do. You know, I got I got to fucking finish something first. <laughs> It's going to be a while, yeah. Usually helps. I know, yeah. I mean, I'm going to try and pick up the Black Templar box this weekend. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, I've got three and a half months to SoCal if I decide to run uh, Black Templars. And then I'm like, I may not have enough time. (laughs) Especially considering it's also like very much a, are they going to have Sword Brethren out? Am I going to figure out how I want to run it? And am I going to to practice enough of it well it's like it's like oh god i'm guessing that's probably gonna happen next weekend hopefully next week weekend it'll be the preview of the pre-order and then it'll be the pre-order and then it'll be everything's available and it'll get sold out like in five minutes sure not to mention which it's also gw shit so it's like oh i want to run a list of uh 12 sword brethren except they come in box of threes and each box is 40 bucks it's like <laughs> screw me i think they come in fives well it boxes a five yeah because the, the way they have like the uh, additional weapons set up there's like enough for one of each and there's like oh, five okay. different special weapons that they could take okay uh, that's a fair guess i'm i guess i'm i'm still bur- i'm still uh reliving the purchasing nightmare that was custodes mm. Well, no, Custodes usually they, they came in threes. five too. No, the the guard maybe the normal guys, few, yeah, yeah. Everybody else came in threes. So wardens, bikes. No, wardens came in five. Oh, because it was the same box yeah. as the guardians. No, no, okay, then they I'm were thinking. separate. They were separate. They were a box of five. Yeah, the the only thing that came in threes were the uh, the terminators and the bikes, which all sucked, and the um, the flying dudes. Benatari, yeah. Which Dom still has mine that I ordered a long, t- long ass time ago. I got, I got to get those from him someday. Like, Yo, Just and then I, and then I got to finish those too. Yeah. Send a message to me like, uh, "Yo, brother, <laughs> heard you got my shit." Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, speaking of. Speaking speaking of actors dealing with shit, I'm sure you saw the uh, Alec Baldwin stuff. Oh yeah, that's I don't know what to think of that news. Honestly, that's some crazy weird stuff. Well, one of their production fucked up. Yeah, actually, they know specifically now is the uh, assistant director. Really? Who had? So so I guess what happened was. Yeah, break it down. Well, anytime there's like gun involved, 
you have an armorer on set who is the only person who inspects, checks, and hands the, you know, the prop weapons to the actors and then immediately takes them away once the thing's done. And then they do technically work under the assistant director who's responsible for, like, overall safety mm-hmm. of everything, but that person isn't supposed to handle any sort of firearms at all. Checks and balances. Now, apparently, in this case, the guy had just, like, decided to just d- do it himself, Ooh. I guess, or whatever. So he never, like, really inspected anything. He just kind of assumed that the weapon was, like, whatever. Yeah, he's like, it's a movie. We don't have real guns. Yeah. So, yeah, so he picked up the gun and was like, you know, safe. And literally gave Alec a fucking loaded revolver. Which, and the reason that they had to walk out on that movie is because that same gun had, you know, gone off a couple times just, like, while handling... And that's why all the camera people were like, you know what? We're, we're, we're done here. Yeah. That's one of those things where it's like, I'm curious, like, <laughs> out of, like, like how, how shitty would it be if they were like, oh, yeah, you know, we didn't want, we wanted them to get their, we wanted them to receive the full credits, so we kept the shot where we killed them. <laughs> it's like, I mean, you'd never get away with that, but that would be like, I could see like a future dystopic dystopic Hollywood being like, no, we kept their death in there because it was to honor their honor their dedication to the craft. And we didn't want to take them out of the movie and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, that's pretty fucked up shit. I, I, I feel like there's no way that they're going to finish oh. it. No, I think, I think they're all dead, dead in the water. Yeah. The movie's dead in the water now. And, and, and also that same uh, AD had actually been fired previously and somewhat recently from another western movie set for uh safety mishandling i was to say almost the same thing pretty much wow so good times hate to be the person that gave that guy a second chance and i i i do kind of wonder like i don't know I mean, I, I know indirectly, because s- since they're all like the uh, the I I I A S T E. Well, since since I'm, I'm working on, um, I mean, I'm not I'm not union, so and I'm also not an animator, so I don't I don't think that's gonna affect me at all. At least not with this job. Plus, everything's already filmed anyway. But I think the. Um, I'm not sure if like stagehand unions are under like a similar umbrella, so I'm I'm not sure if it would affect them, which would affect you know venue work if they do all go on strike or something like that. But they're of like a different local chapter that isn't actually covered by the the film crew stuff, and they don't have the same problems. So I don't know, but who knows. Are you listening to this show and thinking, man, I'd like to start a podcast, but I don't even know where to start? Well, Buzzsprout has the answers for you. Buzzsprout is a podcast hosting service 
that provides a number of valuable resources to help you on your podcasting career path. For one, Buzzsprout offers indefinite hosting of all your episodes and allows you to host as much material as you want, depending on the type of subscription that you opt for. Buzzsprout also provides a means for getting your show hosted to every major podcasting platforms such as iTunes, Pandora, Spotify, you name it. In addition, Buzzsprout also provides various means to get your show monetized through various sponsorship and affiliate programs, links to other paid hosting platforms such as Patreon and YouTube, and your own personal newsroom to learn all the tips and tricks for optimizing your podcast for the greatest return on your investment. If you're hearing all this and you're still interested, you can go to my link below and receive an, and receive an Amazon gift card for starting a podcast hosting subscription that you'll receive on the second billing period of your podcast journey. Everyone has something to share and there's no time left to present. Join Buzzsprout today. Yeah, no, I mean, I know that there was a lot of backlash and controversy, obviously, but I, I, I do remember reading, like, there was a call to be like, we need to revise our standards here. And and part of me was like, I'm not sure if this is one of those things where it's like, they totally have something, or, you know, and like, we should revise our standards, right? And obviously, if someone dies, like, I think that usually is a sign that something happened that could have been avoided, but... It, part of me also wondered, like, just because the age that we live in, everything is backlash, backlash. I was like, is this actually what's going on, right? You know, I was that it was just that outside looking in question of like, I don't have any idea what's going on, but um, I'm just curious, just because I've seen this in enough things, I do understand. Are people just overreacting in a in a in a non-constructive fashion? Because I don't think there is anything to overreact to if someone dies, like you know there's no correct level reaction to that it's like that's a terrible thing it shouldn't happen but the re the response to that can be a bad play does that is that what i'm saying makes sense it's like i didn't know if what they were doing was for a legitimate reason or not so I'm, i don't know I'm, I'm basically just glad of your comments because i can be like oh okay i kind of get it now it yeah it, it's definitely legit because I, I mean like there, there have been a couple times where we had a uh, film shoots Mm-hmm. At, our, at over at the Palladium and like even, even more recently you know there's one where I was doing like you know overnight set watch mm-hmm. or whatever for a couple nights and like when I, w- I would leave when they would come in and when I came back like 12 hours later or something like that they were still there for like two or three more hours hmm. so I mean, right. I, at least at least in our case, we had like you know a full building, with you know facilities that they could actually use. But right, but if you're on a set and like it's yeah. on location, you know that could mean any number of fucking things. Yeah, when they're like you know, oh, we need to go into like the middle of the forest or out in the desert for some stupid reason, then yeah, that's a pain in the ass. Or e- e- even for something like. I don't know, for something like a quicker turnaround, like a TV show or like a like an award show or something like that, that that's usually when they uh, really, um, what's the word? Like re- really kind of just use up their workers. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, there is a word for that. Like, like a very, oh, I can't think of it. It's like a very perfect word for that exact thing. I don't know. I can't. I'll, 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 I'll shout it out if I remember. There you go. Yeah. The old man already. <laughs> What's the matter, Billy? Yeah. Let's see what else did I write down. Oh yeah, I did see. Uh, I do want to see that new Batman that's coming out. I am actually excited for that. I would totally see it. Um, it's either going to be a great restart again, or it's going to be awful and whatever. I mean, I, I don't have anything against Robert Pattinson. I, he's been having a career comeback. I don't think he's a shitty person. Question mark. Not that that should matter if someone's a good actor or not, but. Uh, I don't yeah, know. He, he was like, just typecasted for a little bit. Oh, for sure. But he's been doing some really cool shit. Like I still keep trying to. I keep forgetting to watch the lighthouse. God. Oh, I, I haven't seen that one yet. Well, I really wanted to watch it, especially because like it has like very Lovecraftian tones, and I'm all about that Lovecraft life. I love that. I love cosmic horror and and uh, despair stuff. <laughs> I think it's just like really interesting to watch and it's like fascinating. And apparently that's very much what that film is. It's just like, <clears throat> like, you know, going insane. Apparently there's like masturbating involved. I don't know. But that's a, a <laughs> he's like, Oh yeah. It's got a wink scene. It's basically Willem Dafoe just wanted to film his balls getting stomped again. It sounds like <laughs> not <Dude>. really. <laughs> Plus I, yeah. I mean, honestly, I love Willem Dafoe. You know, of something, I'm, I'm something of a Willem Dafoe fan myself. There you go. But no, I, I, I did think it was funny that apparently Andy Serkis is going to be Alfred. That was a in the movie. I mean, I get it. I wouldn't go on that route, but I get it. Especially if he sounds like, like, Claw Andy Serkis. <laughs> I think he, yeah, I think he's going to sound more like Claw Andy Circus. That's the thing. So it's like. <laughs> it can be like, you going out to fight M criminals there, Batman? Yeah. Here, take some vibranium. No, I think he. You I need think his... a Tylenol. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's actually really good. Uh, no, I think, I think he came Candy? off more of like, yeah. He came off more like, in the, the trailer I saw, he came off more like. I'm, I'm doing a heavy British voice, but he, he sounds like that version of Alfred where he's like super capable and like still fit, so physically fit as opposed to like, I'm just a wise old sage. Yeah. But I, um, what was I say? I, I also did see a thing where apparently the, uh, well, a, the, a, there's more than like one villain. Like there's other ones in there. Cause like apparently, well, like the Riddler is the main guy, but then right, I guess I know that like the Joker is also kind of in there. But then apparently, in in this version, all the the villains like the the director said that he takes like his um, uh, what's him called like inspirations from serial killers. Oh, so I, I guess I guess the uh, the Riddler is going to be very Zodiac ish, and his version of the Joker has like a little bit of Gacy in there. Interesting. Somehow, so it'll be fun. I mean, yeah, it'll be great. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love, I love grim, grim dark Batman. I would be all about grim dark Batman. 
I just hope it they don't overdo it. Right? Like the Spider-Man 3 problem of like there's five villains in here, but there should only be two at most. Well, I mean, that's the Sinister Six, though. That's like Spider-Man 101. Right. But <laughs> and we, there, there, we, we've already, there's been like eight movies already. We've seen them before. I know. No, <laughs> I know that. I mean, and I think, let's put it this way. If they can get More away More like with, Spider-Man Solution. <laughs> I think, I think that like, we'll see that in No Way Home where like they actually do the multi-villain <clears throat> thing really well. But in the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man 3, it kind of came off as like, like there's a lot of things happening that it felt like they were trying to cram stuff in as opposed to like make it coherent right and like don't get me wrong if you can if you can do six i'm not saying six films is a bad thing like six films sounds dope like why not right but it's can you tell a coherent story about it especially considering you're not working in a comic book or a comic book series you're working with a movie and at that point for that film, that was the third and final installment of that sequence. And they tried to throw three different villains in there. And it felt like each time they were losing focus. Like, I think like they tried to make the true villain Sandman, but then also it was Venom. And then also it was Harry Osborn and none of them got the, the treatment they deserved as characters because the movie was just like pin-panning, pin-balling all over the place about it. And here's the thing. I even was totally fine with the whole Sam Raimi, like, like emo Spider-Man Venom. Like, I thought yeah, that I was going to say, you forgot a villain there. I was going to say, that was totally <laughs> yeah. fine. I was totally fine with that. I thought that sequence was great. Um, my complaint was the Topher Grace Venom still didn't feel like Venom. Sandman wasn't getting enough time. And he he was in the first where it was like he was this tragic villain, but then he wasn't. And then Harry Osborn was like, I'm out of left field. Kind of. But I don't well, know. I, I, I would also guarantee that like if you if you go back and watch that movie, like it, it, it won't be oh, it's, it's probably <clears throat> great. Well, well, no, I, I was going to say it probably wouldn't be so much as like they're trying to cram. Well, one thing that usually makes it feel like a movie's trying to cram too much in is when they're trying to cram in like a bunch of like, you know, like the the epic shots, or like the oh, uh, the movie pose shots. Yeah, like like whenever I was telling you that I was, uh, you know, ripping through like all the old uh, Marvel movies again, especially in the old ones. There's like, oh you, yeah, you, like you you could have done without this shot and this shot and this shot. You could have gotten rid of all that. Yeah, and just focus on like better stuff. But also at the time, you know, they they had to be like kind of flashy to get you know all the uh, the fair weather people. All the rubes. Yeah. Now, not so much. But now they have enough volume; they can get weird with it and intellectual, which is why we got shows like Loki. You know, like Loki wouldn't have worked in the beginning because there's no way we would have had a fan base behind it enough. There should be a second season of that coming out pretty soon. I think they, or they are, they are going to make one. I know that it's, it's more about, it was so high concept, even for Marvel. I was like, that's awesome. And also the fact that they introduced of all people, Kang, like or a Kang, 
<laughs> a I know a Kang a Kang. But still, like that was like the fact that they could finally do something like that, and like we're having now like Spider-Man movie, the Multiverse of Madness, like that whole that whole thing is just like dope that they're able to do that now. They have enough of a following where they're like, okay, we have, we have guaranteed dollars coming in of people going to go see this or subscribing to this, so let's make some cool shit. Like, why not? Like, let's go let's go fucking weird with it. I did. Uh... I did see something that they're apparently looking for a way to uh, shoehorn in Reed Richards into like one of the movies coming out within the I next had, few years. I thought that they did. Didn't they do some kind of teaser about the Fantastic Four? Right. I thought so. Because Reed Richards is Captain Fantastic. Right. Mm, I mean, am I missing or Mr. Fantastic? Mr. Sorry. Fantastic. Am I, am I good? Yeah. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Fantastic. But there, there's also, there, there's also, also like another Mister Fantastic Boy. Yeah, there, there, there's. I don't know. I don't remember. I thought Reed Richards was, was Mister Mister Fantastic Four man. Oh yeah, well yeah, that's yeah, who he okay. is. I just say I, I, I don't remember there being like a. I thought there was some kind earlier. of like teaser or like some kind of thing, and not to mention they're doing Moon Moon Knight. With Oscar Isaac, like, what the fuck? Like that—that's also a little thing. Yeah, that'll—that'll be good. Oh yeah, and 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 it sounds like the their version of the X Men are definitely on the way to somehow, somewhere. Because licenses expire, nobody will want to be a part of Sony's version of things. And at the end of the day, they can they can get uh the girl who played uh what's her name. X or uh claw where is it the the girl who plays Wolverine's daughter from oh Wolverine. yeah yeah they could I mean they could take her character <clears throat> and be like yeah we're not gonna touch the Hugh Jackman Wolverine that was classic let's just do something new and we could do it new with her like because they're gonna be smart and they're gonna avoid the whole DC paradox of do it again <laughs> yeah uh X23 X23 that's her name which she does actually just become Wolverine later. Yeah, exactly. Since they did finally kill the uh, the original one in the comics, too. A while ago, actually. Yeah. But, of I course, mean, yeah, there's I other Wolverines from other universes, so who cares? Yeah, exactly. They can do whatever the fuck they want. And that's the thing with the whole multiverse element of things. They can, they, that's literally their way of being like, we can do whatever we want. And there's also the whole thing with uh, his son, which they're definitely not even going to try to touch, I don't think. I forgot about that. Uh, Dakin. Although he's he's apparently like a, a good guy now. Oh, but, what was he, like a bad guy? Is it, is it the son of him and Phoenix? No, it was him and uh, uh, whoever his wife was in Japan. Oh, who that guy? Well, his yeah. Who? Well, he's kind of a bad guy because of daddy issues, but that really just more came from. Uh, uh, Wolverine never actually knew about him. Yeah, it's hard to be until, a good dad when you yeah don't until have he's a son. trying <laughs> to fight him. Yeah, <clears throat> but fun stuff. Fun stuff indeed. 
Oh, let's see. Where are we at now? We're going nice. on almost two hours. Hell yeah. I got I got at least 15 more minutes in me if you want to keep going. Got a little bit. I uh, thing I'm looking forward to is we're going to uh, New York for Thanksgiving. Oh, really? Dude? Again, which I haven't been in a while. Which is good that I'm dealing with all this potential COVID shit now. Yeah, get it out of the way. And maybe probably not ever get it again. So, and that's that's assuming I even do have it. Right. I still don't know. The whole, yeah, the positive. You're you're in like the Schrodinger's cat box of having COVID right now. It sounds like Schrodinger's COVID. Yeah, Schrodinger's COVID. He both it does and does not have COVID at the same time. Oh yeah, that, that's what I hadn't even finished before because I yeah Monday this Monday I had went in, gotten the rapid test and. Like no, normally it's like fifteen to twenty minutes. You get the email with your results. Well, like five minutes later, the fucking lady who took my uh, uh, nose swab called me up like, "Hey, you know, you came back positive." It's like, "All right, fine." And I, I was already kind of feeling like shit, so like I wasn't really surprised. Yeah, just I guess. Like, God damn it! But then, so you know, obviously I told my work, and then so they're like, "All right, we'll schedule you for the." Uh, the PCR, which is like the more accurate, comprehensive, but it's like a 12-hour turnaround. Mm-hmm. So I did that Tuesday morning, and then I got my results last night. And that's where the confusion is because they, you know, they, they didn't send me like, uh, what should we call it, like a, a result for users. What mm-hmm. they sent me was like, this is the document that the doctor reads and then interprets it for you. Except uh, I had no one doctor to interpret it for me. So, so yeah, what, what the, like the results section, there's like four boxes. There's the, uh, it, 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 there, no explanation to any of this. It just, there's a box that says uh, within boundary, it was blank. Then outside of boundary, detected. And then uh, sample boundary, not detected. So it's like, I, I don't know what any of this means. Oh. Like at all. That is weird. Like, like, it, like, as far as my understanding, like, oh, outside of boundary, like, yeah, it's detected that you don't have anything in your system, or not, or you do. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Again, C Schrodinger. Yeah. So, I don't know. And, and I, I, I tried. And, and the thing is, like, I, I showed my uh, employer as well, or sent him to him. He was like, yeah, I don't. I don't get this either, but I guess just work from home for the week. Yeah, just uh, let's just do it that way. For obvious reasons, yeah. Yeah. And I, I even tried calling the office. That um. It, yeah, it's like a doctor's office down there in Beverly Hills, but I guess they didn't rehire anybody to answer the phones or something. I don't know. I love it. So no answer there and i didn't bother leaving a message because it's like well you know what if i'm yeah just gonna... what's the what's the point yeah the one thing that does suck is i had four shows as well scheduled for this week so i'm missing out on all that yeah that that sucks but at the end of the day you, one of the things you can always do is like and this is like what i always have to remind myself whenever i get sick and i can't go in like even pre-covid it's just like 
yeah i can't do what i was planning on doing i have to like stay in and not be getting other people sick but at the end of the day what i can do is just treat this as the opportunity i'm supposed to and just take a freaking chill pill for a minute just kind of just kind of you know what like i'm not like super enjoying this because i'm sick but enjoy just the break maybe catch up on a show i like or you know watch a video or read a book or do something well i can't so, do that either because our fucking tv with the fire stick is in the living room so i'm oh, avoiding you're, you're, that <laughs> you're sequestered you're sequestered i mean i i have two rooms so mm. that's not too bad but yeah i mean i have roommates and all that stuff so yeah you're trying to be sensitive to them i get it kind of i mean <laughs> yeah kind of depends on the day <laughs> running out real quick yeah. <laughs> no. that guy. Which which also sucks is I don't know if you paid attention to the team chat at all, but I couple yeah, over the weekend I finally got tired of, you know, skipping over SG one on the Netflix uh queue and was like, you know what? I'm gonna watch start watching this bitch. Finally. Yeah. And then they pulled it. Well, no, I got pulled from life. Oh. So but it's waiting no. for me. No, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of in between. I don't really watch too many shows on my own these days because I haven't been painting as often. Hmm. I did start SG One, my last real painting binge. That was a long time ago, though. Ah. And uh, so I haven't even finished the first season. But I keep also meaning to start Deep Space Nine, which I know I need to watch. Like I really want to watch it. I just haven't gotten to put the time in or had the time. It's like, I'll also like listen to podcasts or I'll do this or that. And I'm just like, uh, yeah. I don't know what to do. Plus, then somebody also mentioned on the chat, like, oh, yeah, don't forget about uh, Stargate Atlantis. Like, oh, shit, oh, yeah. that's right. And then apparently there's also like a whole other season where they're in space, which or not season, but series. And they're like, oh, I thought that was also SG-1, but apparently not. Yes, yeah. <laughs> a whole other thing. I don't even know if they have it on Netflix. But yeah, I mean, there's just too much stuff out there, man. There's just, there's too much. I mean, I'm not complaining. I love it. It's just, I can't, I can't keep up. Well, you don't have to, but I want to, there you go. I, I, I am kind of, uh, getting to the point where I'm realizing like some things I just don't have to know how to do. Yeah. Like I, I, I've realized like I will probably never, bother learning how to like cook a steak or a pork chop steak's actually not that hard it's if they're the thick ma- enough well yeah it's it's the mastery of it that's the difficult part it's one of those like easy to learn hard to master things but yeah, well, yeah. i've decided that is for other people <laughs> do it for yeah. me by official decree yeah like i i was i was telling somebody else i a friend of mine who actually does do like, you know, meal prep cooking for other people and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I, I, I ended up buying a couple of pork chops. So I figured, you know, I'll just marinate them up good and, you know, cook them up on the pan or whatever. And I thought I did a good job, but like halfway in, it was still pink once I, uh, oh, you know, got everything oh. out and started eating it. And the thing is, like, like the way I cook, I usually just kind of broil everything in, like, its own marinade mm-hmm. or whatever. But, of course, I had already, by then, I had, you know, uh, tossed all that out. 
So I started yeah. cook. I I start. I tried throwing it back on the pan and cooking it up again, and just started getting burned. Like, well, this is done. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm not doing this anymore. I'm I'm either gonna die or yeah. this is gonna become charcoal. And guess what? I ain't eating charcoal. Well, they were they were on sale too, so it wasn't too bad. <laughs> ah, the old on sale yeah. meat. But no, I actually uh, speaking of. Uh, content and stuff. Uh, you, mm-hmm. you, were, you were talking about Squid Game a bit last time. Oh, I did yeah, see. Yeah. I didn't see that, but uh, th- there were a couple other uh, good, like Asian action movies that they have on there. I don't know if you've seen. They had. Um, uh, I don't know if you've seen the movie Ilyang. No, I haven't. It's like a live version adaptation of Jinro. Which, which is, I have heard of, I think. Which uh, is the anime adaptation of the old movie Straight Dogs from Japan. Damn, so it's a, th- a thing within a thing within a thing. Yes. But, yeah, so so originally it was like a Japanese thing, but the, the movie that they have on uh, uh, Netflix, the live action one, they kind of redid it for like a like modern day Korea Mm-hmm. ish type of deal and it has a happy ending instead of a sad one like the anime did <laughs> but, no it's good it's a lot of a uh, lot, lot, lot of dudes in a stormtrooper looking armor shooting up the place and each other nice and a lot of fighting but then also I, I don't know if I had I, I, I might have mentioned this before already but I, I don't know if I told you they have like a like the last two uh, live-action Ruroni Kenshin movies on Netflix. I have actually seen them suggested to me, and I think you've mentioned them to me. Yeah, th- those ones are good. You don't... The the first one, you don't have to watch. Mm-hmm. And But, like, if you do, it's it's more like a real... It's, like, very classic Japanese cinema where it's, like, a lot of... Uh, a lot of uh, long... Uh, no dialogue sequences. Okay. Like introspective stuff. And then there's, you know, like some fighting and stuff like that. But yeah, then the second one of those two is just, you know, all out brawl. It's, nice. yeah. Now, now it's good. They fuck shit up in that movie. <laughs> but I, I guess they, I don't know if like the first one was that, because apparently there's actually five movies that were done. Mm-hmm. But like the middle three story-wise aren't in aren't on netflix okay and whenever i look at the release dates for the two that are on netflix like they're both literally they're both literally at the same time 2018 hmm. which means that they don't actually have like the actual original or they were made at the same time i have no idea but yeah that second one's good well all right yes and obviously Watch them all with subtitles and stuff like that, because English dubs are shit. Oh, dude, I never do. I never do language dubs. I always do uh, subs. Actually, language dubs of any language are kind of shit. Uh, there are very few exceptions. Uh, one of the best dubs I've ever... The, the two dubs I've seen that are really good are for Cowboy Bebop and Full Metal Alchemist. Those oh, the only two t- yeah, 
those are the only two English dubs where it was actually really good. And, uh, and like, you can just, you can hear it. And I think, I mean, I think part of it may be that like, those were the two of the first anime I was ever introduced to. And I was introduced from a dub perspective, but since then I, I prefer subtitles more. Oh yeah. Okay. That, well, I, I know like for a lot of animes, it did have a lot of, uh, like a lot of really good voice actors that kind of did a bunch of those movies. Yeah. Like, and in those cases, like, yeah. I think those are actually known for having good, for having good dubs, but generally speaking, I don't go that way. I go to sub, I go to sub route. Yeah. But I, I mean, I mean, like I'm saying, cause uh, like, uh, cause like I, I, I've seen, like, I don't know if you ever accidentally end up on like a Spanish channel where it's like, you're watching an English movie but it's dubbed in uh, Spanish mm-hmm. and it's like every guy part is like the Mexican Bruce buffer. <laughs> so, yeah, like this doesn't fit. That's supposed to be like a 15 year old kid. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that. That's yeah. No, I speak both languages. This is not doesn't right. work. Yeah. Not that well, but still. Yeah. Well enough. <sighs> well, I don't know about you, but my bladder is about to explode as it occasionally attempts to. I think, yeah, I think I'm about to pass out personally. All right. Well, that is it for us. And as always, maybe we will see you later. Peace. Adios.